So funny you said about the uh, the Ridge wallet. I was literally like fucking 10 minutes ago. My wallet got lost. I, my wallet, my truck got broken into. My wallet got stolen. And I bought this wallet, this shit wallet. And every time I take it out, everybody makes fun of me. And I'm like starting to get, <laughs> like nothing stays in. Anyways, so of course, my phone must have heard me. And I was all over the Ridge wallet site. And then you say 10 minutes later, you just bought one. Yeah, was, that's the like same thing happened to me. So in my wallet, I've had maybe like three wallets in my whole life. And for five years, I just used my police badge as a wallet. I just jammed a credit card, yeah, same, whatever, in the same. other side, you know. And when I left, I was like, shit, I don't like 30-something-year-old dude. I don't have a wallet. So I dug an old one out and then found that. And then I found another old one. And so I'm like, I wore that one out. I'm like, I'll just try this metal thing because they just kept coming across the stupid Instagram. I'm like, damn it. Like, I hate when targeting ads work or targeted ads work. And then uh, now I bought it. <laughs> and are you happy with it? That's what I want to know, though. Dude, it's it, no, it's not good. I have no idea how to use it. It just it, like rips apart my credit cards. And I feel like the money's always going to fall off the money clip thing. But well, I spent because like you're 60, carrying in wads. Yeah, I spent like 60 bucks on it. And I don't want to get ripped off twice. So when my truck got broken into Danny had bought me a uh, an Apple wallet and it was slick and like attached to my phone. I love this mm-hmm. thing, but like it only really fit two cards in it, but it was perfect. Cause like when you go out, like really, you only need like two really like all the other ones I can just keep in a drawer. So she's like, well, don't worry. You got your Apple wallet. You'll be able to find your, where it is. And I'm like, Oh, never hooked up that feature. Damn it. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got screwed. That's so. crazy. I, I never think of like small crime like that in canada i feel like everyone would like just knock on your door and be like oh bro, buddy you forgot to lock your truck eh oh no man our windsor location it's like it's just the crackhead after crackhead all day long smash right through my window cut up my tunnel cover it's been a a pain and of course the one day i have a lot of what money in my wallet i leave it in the car which i should never have done which is the first thing you would say on a call right hey why'd you leave what why would you leave your wallet in the car we do it all the time. I, I have lots. I have lots of money and leave my wallet in the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to the Tango One Podcast. We're back up and running. And if you don't recognize this guy's voice, he's our most. I think you're actually our most viewed. Let's say customer, our most viewed like uh, guest. And this is your fourth, fifth time on. You got Big Gus coming up from uh, Conjugate Tactical from Westside Arsenal. All the different hats he wears. He's wearing the. We got the Arsenal hat on today, though. So we're going to talk to you about lots of stuff, man. And welcome. And you and I haven't uh, talked in a while. And this is how we like to do it. We're like, let's just yeah, have one of podcast us, and talk in front of, of everybody. Horses the other one onto a podcast. 
forces which one for i for usually you force me i feel like i'm forced yeah during the covid i just was lonely <laughs> like just i put a thing up that i was going to be on your podcast and then we just had to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you just shamed me into a public story use all your followers i know we just couldn't get uh like a time to do a bro call so well bitch always has to do a podcast so i'll just start picking on you yeah so I, and i've actually found you in the, one of the few days that you're in uh in chesterton indiana not traveling the the world man you've been busy what's been up i have dude it's been bad i guess not bad it's been good but it's been it's been busy for real and it, it's this year we're slowing down a little bit this year but to say busy the last two years have been it's been brutal brutal and what from what end what hat all of them oh just everything's been just real i mean it's what you're supposed to do is be super busy and productive and we've done that but man the the price you pay you blink and then all of a sudden it literally has been like two years since i've been home for more than three weeks without a trip or something like that three four weeks without having to take a trip so it's it's definitely added up but made your problems be so small like i said that the stuff i complain about now whereas like the when we started this thing almost 15 years ago now couldn't fathom having these issues now versus like startup problems so keep it in perspective it's like when you have to go do the work that you wanted to do 15 years ago like you did that <laughs> good job buddy now stop whining <laughs> just a couple of minutes older though right a little couple minutes yeah. older on that travel so where are you uh you've been racking up the air miles how's the how's the rewards i mean you do the you guys don't know about gus he is all about the rewards but i love he is all about the rewards too. yes how, they, how they pocket up like the second you walk on you get in first class these days are, are we at that point what are we doing Dude, I'm a Southwest bro forever. So there's no first class. No, Southwest is like uh like seat, like run in and get your seat, right? Basically. Yeah. yeah but it, dude, it works. Like I said, for for where the three or four places I go, you can't beat Southwest. And you've been here. Like, I'm not trying to to go to O'Hare every time I take a flight. It's only like 10 or 12 miles from Midway, but that's another hour of driving with Chicago traffic. So not worth it. Right, so you jump on at Midway from your house. You go to Midway, and then you hit, mm-hmm. jump on Southwest. Want yeah, to get away? Want to get away? You know it. But do you at least get priority boarding? Are you that guy? Yeah, dude, I'm not going to lie. We've, we've got the, the A-list preferred and companion pass and all that stuff. So I like points, dude. Don't make fun of me. No, I mean, I got to I got to witness some of those points in Vegas. Yeah. Get to bear the it's fruits. Funny till you get, it's funny till you get free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with the, how's the, like, how's your spot going? How's the, like, little HQ going here? It's good, man. I mean, it's the, it's the same as always. Like, we go, to, we probably go to better lengths to, to make sure the gym stays the gym than any sort of effort to grow it or do anything. But for what we want the weight room for, it's still, you know, a private little club for 40 or 50 of us to train in and, the off my office is well the office i'm in now is next door to the weight room so it works just fine for us man we just passed our fire inspection finally so <laughs> third time's a charm but we got through i'm not gonna and lie then, it kind of surprises me but it was brilliant i'm surprised too but we made it <laughs> just taped a lot of 20 dollars bills and like sad faces everywhere and made it through but no it's i mean, I mean it, it works but we've got our you know cleaned it up a little bit and moved some stuff around and decluttered so that's cool and it's just, I mean, literally since the last time you're here, probably 90% the same day as it's been for the last 15 years, which is exactly what I like. I don't need a lot of drastic change. Isn't it wild how the gyms like collect just clutter? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's like, 
the biggest thing with this move I'm doing right now is like, it's just got me like on fire with the decluttering of all the, the facilities and trying to get everything I want out, out like and sold and, or moved to the proper spot. That's been half the battle. Yeah. That's what the old, the old office in the back, the dump room is, it's slowly getting emptied out, but we're, we're down to probably like 75, 80% of crucial stuff is just back there in storage but a majority of the useless crap we just filled the dumpster here a handful of times before the snow set in and we'll just try and finish the rest of it off next year but yeah what's the purpose of that room your old office what are you guys doing with that we just throw that's just the dump room that's where do we just put crap and worry about it later but we keep the like the seminar it's nice to have because like the seminar stuff's back there so the whiteboard chairs that kind of stuff the coolers and everything right it's a nice little home to tuck all that away and then um like old or damaged equipment goes back there. We had the rower, rowers were down for a while and then I just kind of forgot about it. But like the monitors, a couple monitors were broken. So we put the, the rowers that uh, were out of commission, just that way you don't have broken stuff in eyesight, but right. like the old, we've got old benches and your guy's bench still is in there and everything. So. <laughs> Shut up, Ben Graham. Maybe this time I'll actually take it home. You say that uh -huh. every single time and I don't, I, cause I don't want to get nailed with his customs charges for it. It's not my problem. Yeah, not my problem. I, I, I'm donating it for charity. Right. Hey, I used to be a cop. I'm donating it for next cop's charity. And I used to be a cop. <laughs> um, yeah, so man, that so speaking of seminars, we got one coming up, the conjugate yeah. tactical team. What's going on? Well, yeah, so shut that out do, right now. Yeah, we do a coach's course again early this year. Um, I'm not gonna say like not get it out of the way in a in a negative way, but we've got to we'll make sure it gets window. done. Yeah, a small window of time outside of the the sort of not going to, I don't know how you say it, but like the private work that I do is booked out for the entire fiscal year or the calendar year, one of the two. And this is one of a handful of weekends available this year to do it. So um, we're just, yeah, so that'll be March 2nd and 3rd and get that done. And then kind of gives us a, gives us an eight month block to, get back to the drawing board and work on some of the stuff we've really been working on between kettlebell, the, the skill workshops and things like that. We've kind of got in the hopper and, and spend the rest of the year doing, doing stuff versus repeating, doing new stuff versus repeating what we know would currently do. And then balancing out our, our main work, which is the, the private stuff we travel around and do for, you know, military, federal and that kind of stuff. Right. So the last uh, conjugate, the, se the seminar was at the last coach's course at Westside in Columbus there, man, that was a, it was nice. It was like, nice to see the growth. It was, there's so many people in that room, you know, cool. like, especially considering like, you know, being at one of the first ones, if not the very first one I was at, and I've been to so many now it's hard to keep track mm -hmm. of them, but the, like seeing that the growth and then like the professionalism too, like, I felt like the course had like had improved. Like I was learning new information. Like mm -hmm. I think people like, uh, I, one thing you've done great and what the team's done great with is like, it's keeping it like, it's not the same, you know, it's keeping it, keeping it fresh and making yeah. sure that we're ever improving on that, on the product, you know, on the, on the teaching that's going on. Well, it has to be, it, go, it goes the the training. I mean, again, it's always, it's always going to be the West side methods and the conjugate system and, you know, the whole lineage and, and the, the tip of the cap sort of back up the food chain, you know, at first admit we're not, I have no intention of trying to reinvent the wheel or steal credits. So I have no problem creating a bibliography to cite whose creations we're using. You know, it's not that, but the more the application of gets refined and, you know, like you guys up there using it for, for small group training and 
Byron down in Texas for team training over at the, the schoolhouse and over like Zach in Seattle, they do a very similar model to you all and a handful of other locations. The more feedback we get, cause you know, 10, 12 of us constantly stay in contact about all of this. It's like, well, it'd be foolish to harbor that information versus getting it into the sort of the rotation. And as all things evolve, I mean, you know it just as well as anybody else, but this is not the most entertaining approach to this stuff, but it should be highly educational and effective. So when we learn more or get better at something, like we should get that in rotation so we don't print 500 manuals and just deal with it. It's like, well, we'll continue to grow. And then every time we do a course, because last year in 23, we did the coaches course at Westside. We did a private one for the Air Force and we did the public one over in Korea. So it's like, well, between those three courses, we had roughly 70, 80 new people that we had to speak to, got to speak to. And it would be pretty selfish to do what we did the first time, being that even the stuff we printed the first time has been refined or improved. And after five five years and some change, it's it should be better and evolve. So that's, that's just kind of the approach is um, if, if we do it better or someone on the team add something of value. Like when you made the statement when we were up in Milwaukee about training in vest and training in kit, I was like, that's a, that's a bullet that's going to stay in rotation. So like we should do that, <laughs> you know? So we've right. just been doing, like, I think as a byproduct being that we've been going for over five years with the, the conjugate tactical brand and then 15 plus years as a coach and damn near 15 running the gym. I think we, we should be better at this point and things should evolve and, I think that's the point or it's sort of the rhythm that we're in with all of it. And, and now it's okay, cool. We've got the groove and the the frequency of work is more than enough. And the balance is to not burn out and, and stay fresh. So we, we have an obligation to study, learn and refine all of this stuff. And that's just really what we're doing. So I appreciate you acknowledging that, man, because that's, that's kind of what's happening. So. Yeah, I feel like my I feel like my exam was the hardest. That's what we're always gonna say. Isn't that like what the old school guys would say? I remember, yeah. do you remember it was like so long? We had to write the whole pro. I was like, oh my God. I couldn't believe how hard it was. I remember Marcel yeah. and Corey are looking over at me like, is this for real? I'm like, oh. yeah, I didn't. I that's well, I, that's where again, mistake on my <laughs> end or or learning lesson, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, I that was I learned real time that not everyone reads the same 15 manuals from Westside Barbell for over a decade. So I, I, I seriously took for granted a lot of, of all of it, because this is all I've, I've done for 10 plus years is the conjugate system and the West side method. So the test has been revamped into more of an instructor evaluation where it's you know, still a day, and a, half, a day and a half together. If you can't answer these questions, I've done a shitty job talking versus what we did in the first couple courses. And then, you know, that some of that was why we built the dash two out and that we we just went way too fast the first time or two and, and stuff like that. So we're learning right. just like everybody else. So it, it's I mean, the exam was it's still hard, process. but you know, it was kind of fun to, uh, and like you said, it's like you put it on yourself too. You said, if you don't understand, this is on me. And it was mm -hmm. kind of funny to walk around the room because you'd see somebody who would look like completely stumped on a question. And then it would just be like one little lead to just, and they're like, oh no, I know that. Like, you know, or, or like maybe they couldn't explain it in the same terms and they're trying to like, regurgitate what you said and that's challenging for them but they actually understood the work it's interesting to see just like a bunch of adults learning in that environment and you know i've been on a lot of courses and i think this is one of the few that actually has like a legit like 
final exam, like not to scare anybody away, but I mean, you, you got to pay attention on this court. I mean, why would you spend the money and come and, you know, sit in a room full of all these people not learn, I guess. Right. And it's, yeah. it's good that I think it's holding people accountable and making sure that we're putting the right team players out there to spread the word on the, the whole conjugate system. Right. The conjugate yeah, it's, system. It's to try and do something right. I mean, like I said, we, the, my, my, road into Westside Barbell did not have a, a low barrier of entry. You know what I mean? It was a, a lot of reps to work my way in and, and then, you know, 10 years to get to the point where we are now. So it's all been, it's been a really cool ride, but that's one thing we learned in the beginning is like, th there has to be some, not necessarily challenge, but I, I don't really know what to say, but maybe it's a, a test or an exam, whatever you want to call it. But there should be something to kind of just kind of see where you're at with all this stuff. Like, what did you retain? Do something versus kind of pay to play. Like what you do with the the certificate or the tag, whatever it is, it's entirely up to you. Some folks will get some CEUs from it. Um, some folks use their, like if they're on one of the, the government contractor stuff down here in the States as a strength coach for the DOD, you know, they get a training allocation every year for continued education. And when folks want to use that for us, it's a wonderful responsibility, but um, I don't want to have, you know, I like having fun and hanging out, but I don't want to just have like a barbecue bro down weekend and not teach people what we've learned because, you know, without arrogance, what we've built has grown into a level of demand that I can't maintain. So we were talking the other day with one of the guys and, you know, the kind of the just mindset stuff. And we're at the point now, just like when you're on an airline, you know, they tell you to put your mask on first before you help your neighbor or whatever. And that that's kind of the theme probably since mid-year last year is there, there's really not much else we can take on as myself and a couple of others so we really are at the point to double down on trying to build everybody up or at least the the tit for tat that is this whole conjugate tactical thing that with the relationship with hq to the gyms and all that we're at the point now where we can really run with ultimately doing the public side of this the courses and the the socials and all that stuff for everybody else but myself and that's that's always been the goal because i don't want to be you know whatever you want to call the the ig world we're on it we have one but that's not the cornerstone of the business but if we can use that to promote others and, and help them get some eyeballs on their facilities or learning you know something else it, that's the fun part is the the growth of the business for everyone else go ahead sorry about that um is helping everybody with the growth of the business and and their businesses and things so that's that's where we're at now i can't remember if i, I might be off track i'm sorry but <laughs> no, it, no it's an exciting it's an exciting thing for the growth too because you know every, everyone if you've been in the industry for any amount of time you you've been duped or burned or deceived by somebody and i know what that feels like so i don't want to do that to anybody so we can teach you the words and the processes and the methods and the applications and the training style and the progressions we can do everything that we've done along the way and hand it over to the next round of people and try to do so in a way that I think hopefully has has not rubbed a lot of folks the wrong way and that we'll tell you what we learned. We'll, we'll test you out a little bit to make sure you've retained it and I've done my job well. And I mean, you've been to the course. If we screw it up, like I'll refund your money right now. Like, so we haven't had to refund anybody. Luckily. I was just about to ask that question. Yeah, we haven't had to refund anybody, luckily. We've lost a few friends along the way or buddies, whatever you want to call it, but what can you do? <laughs> right. And so speaking of relationships, we got, we are on our way up, right? We're coming up. Has this been announced? Can we talk about it here? Yeah, right? Pull through? Yeah, go for it, buddy. Pull through. Like, what number is this? Pull through how many? 
think this is eight. Eight? Yeah, so I this think would so. be four or five for me, I think. Yeah. And I think uh, this yeah. is number eight. Seven. Eight. March March 16th. Yeah, March 16th will be the day before St. Patty's this year. We were gonna do it out east um as a little bit of a change and and whatnot, but some things got quagmired up. So the decision bring it right back here to the gym where it's always worked and makes sense. So that's what we're going with now and we'll get right back to it. So yeah, March 16th. So we don't have a start time yet, but March 16th, probably 9 a.m. like always, give or take. Come in and get the get the deadlift going and the, the raffle table and watch the the eyeballs and the the infighting occur as everyone wins their stuff and I get accused of rigging it like always. And, yeah, you know, well, you I mean you do, you do, obviously. I, I mean, I've been in the back room. I'm just kidding. Yeah, man. No, it's good. Do we know who uh we've got figured out who we're who we're supporting this year or what we're doing? Yeah, we're doing the, the Mappuccino Foundation again. Nice. So back on with them. Um so it'll be going back to the the time before last. Last year we wrote them a check. We'll always support the Mappuccino Foundation either you know, 100% or partially every year we do it just for personal reasons. And then last year we helped a group get a little bit, a little bit of funding into not a startup, but a younger not-for-profit that still, you know, kind of follows our ethos that we'll, we'll use our network or our, our environment or platform, whatever this is to support the holistic treatment of PTSD and TBI. So there was another group last year that could, could use some support. So we gave, we took care of them last year as best we could and the foundation. And then the year prior to that was when we did the um, the first time with Mappuccino Foundation. And it's the same repeat this year as we did that year. So new veteran, but a fella was injured overseas and through his treatment of correction and everything an infection led to ocular damage and, and things of that nature. So paralyzed, lost his vision and his caretakers have not struggled, but they, they could use a hand too. So the Mappuccino Foundation is party, parting, excuse me, partnering with the Gary Sinise Foundation again, like they did year one with them to build an adaptive smart home. So we everything we raise between us and then Texas Power Bars is doing the camel bar again. This time it's a deadlift bar. So they're on board. So they've done right. another hundred right. of the camouflage bars. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> they've done another hundred of the camouflage bars. So thanks to Mitch and Buddy for doing that. And then with the fundraiser here, we're going to give it all to the Mappuccino Foundation again to build, help, help build because these things are not cheap. But you know, when we did it the first time between Texas and ourselves, we were able to get about twenty thousand dollars over to the foundation. And this year, if we can do something comparable, I'll be really, really excited about that. So back to build, helping build houses for disabled veterans is a, it's a pretty good thing to hang your hat on. I'll, I'll take that any day over, over uh, the alternative. Yeah, man, absolutely. And yeah, the Texas Power Bars is always, uh, those guys are always so generous. And that's obviously, uh, people are like lining up to get their tickets in on that one, man, because that's the yeah, that's, that's the big draw we all wait for, because that's a beauty. I, yeah, I, well, I I mean, people say it's rigged. I did not win it. I have one here, but I did not win it. Uh, one of my one of my members won it, and uh, and she was uh, gracious enough to donate over to the GM. So it wasn't rigged. I was like fucking pumped when I saw her grab it. And I'm like, no. Like, and then, uh, you know, we worked it out <laughs> after. I gave her once I fed her about a hundred beers. She she's like, Oh, you can just have the bar. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Spend more on beer than buying your own barbell. Yeah, yeah. It might have cost me more. Right? Well, not, no, not in America. You guys are cheap, yeah. nice cheap beer there. Knuckleheads oh, a cheap yeah. beer. The um the one year we had the, they did a like a dark, like a black and green camouflage. And one of the one of the gals here from my gym won it. 
And she's like, absolutely not. She didn't want to get beat up in the parking lot. So she put it back in the raffle. Then Curtis won it. So then it was like, okay, now it's double rigged. I'm like, I, I'm grateful that the like people come in here and like people we don't know and stuff come to the fundraiser. It's wonderful. But I don't think they know. Like, I'm not smart enough to figure out how to rig a raffle, man. So yeah, you're not smart enough. My, you're, it's you're part of in purple tights up there, man. You're, you're like, you got nothing to hide. But literally, figuratively, I'm having, a good, literally. having a good time. <laughs> I guess we should probably tell people, like, in case this is their first time, the pull through is it's a deadlift competition per se, but it's not really a competition. There's no prizes for how much you pull or how much you lift. It's just about going up there and giving it your all and trying to, you know, lift the most you can lift. And that's the, in my opinion, the coolest part is, you know, we see people who are pulling, you know, 135, like PR. And then we watch like later in the day, somebody pulled a seven, whatever, 50 or 800, like, and it's, and like literally the cheering might've been louder for the person that pulled 135, like the mother of three who like uh, broke down fun. crying after she lifted it. Like, I think thinking that's the coolest part. And I love what you did last year. I, if I was going to make a recommendation, I'd stick with that. Like how you mix the flights up. I thought that was really yeah. cool. That was yeah, like, it's, it's it was fine, pretty man. fun. Well, it's, there's, I don't know. I mean, like I said, there, there's, there's a separation, I think of, of all of this stuff. You should be passionate or really an advocate for whatever your interest is for sure. But I think there's a really big misconception that like, I would say strength biased people or people that prefer the strength sports or just strength training in general, that it's all just anger and rage and, you know, all the, all the, some of the theatrical stuff that goes with it. And, you know, I just don't see it that way. Like there's some pissed off people. Don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of meanies on the internet for sure. But I mean, there's, there's a lot of big hearted people in these, in these strength communities and, and strength facilities and gyms and whatnot, that if, if there's no outlet and all you can do to help is run a 5k with your athletic ability, that's not appealing to some people, you know? So for us to be able to provide a deadlift option void of, of too much stress or, or arrogance, or, you know, I would say anxiety for some, like, you know, they get, it's a nerve wracking thing. If you're not used to this stuff and you're in a foreign place that you're not used to with a bunch of strangers standing around. And I mean, we're kind of forced in it by circumstance and that I'll never move the gym or have a bigger facility. This is perfect for me, but it gets pretty tight in here and pretty warm. And, you know, oh, yeah. there's hundred plus people between the lifters and the, the guests they bring with them. And kids and it gets hot it's loud it's awkward and stuff like that so it, it is fun when someone overcomes those kind of butterflies and it's like you said it's, it's not an it's not a, a meant to be mean but it's usually the the lighter lifts of someone you could tell they're nervous that they've never been um they've never been what's it called they've never been in an environment like this or a a deadlift meet so to give them a chance to see that it's not not a scary thing and there's that these kind people are just larger kind people than you know your distance runner that's the part i like and i, I believe personally that's why the louder cheers are for the completely normal weights because like last year you look at uh, ed knoblock the giant fireman from illinois yeah pulled 700 and some odd pounds nose blown up and like it was awesome oh, yeah that was an but eye like, opener for some of my new members they're like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't know you bleed doing this stuff but I mean, you, you look at that fella and that's a world-class human being. So I'm not trying to talk shit, but you look at that fella and you know, he's going to move a large amount of weight. You could tell that is a strong ass man. But like you said, you know, you have a mom who maybe just found strength and conditioning or they just found fitness or the year we had that woman that uh, had just completed her final round of chemo and stuff right. like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, I, I'll, 
I don't care if you have an all-time world record or anything like that. You're these are good people, man. And if we can get them in our gym, I'm I'm the grateful one. You know what I mean? It's it's a fun fun crowd to bring in. And when people start pinging us of like, when, what's when's the event this year? What's it, what's the plan? What's the plan, man? It's like okay, even if we don't want to do it, we we've, we've got an obligation to do it. Whether we we try to get it in December, but between work and the holidays, it was impossible. So it's like, well, we'll find a weekend that works, and then selfishly it revolves around you guys because you know we have three truckloads of canadian folks that'll drive five six hours to get here to support american veterans it's like well that's a that's a level of of kindness or compassion that a lot of i'm not gonna say no one here has but fuck it if you're gonna drive six hours to come here i'll make sure it's a weekend that works for you guys <laughs> you know, yeah man everyone I'm, else I'm, can adapt i'm sending out the announcement to everybody today actually when we get off the line and then uh mm-hmm and send it on the who's coming and like people are like it's just becoming more and more popular like last year we had twice the amount of people and probably twice the amount of like brand new lifters like you know it's kind of the same crew was coming up a few times and now it's like and now I, I feel like everybody who's gone wants to come back too which is like also another sign of a great event which is that yeah. you know that says a lot about it. and then you know throwing it on with uh what can make Chesterton more fun? St. Patrick's Day can make Chesterton more fun. So like then we're it's gonna a, we're gonna load that onto there too. That would be good. This is a drinking this is a drinking town, buddy. I know you guys are supposed to go to Chicago, but well, we're staying. Yeah. We've decided we're staying in yeah. town. We're staying That's in town. It. And you know what? Speaking of cuddly and, and warm hearted, highlighted last year, you were after I know after the event, you're always dead nuts. You're like, but uh over we're in that corner, you know, the stand-up bar just off the side of the pub, just now on the corner from you guys, the uh the brewery there. And uh, right, it's there's uh, one of the young or the small little girls in our she, little girls, I should say, a little women, but compared to right, like she looks like a little girl because he's so uh, big. And uh, she's like, You look so cuddly, would you just give me a hug? And he's like, Yeah, I'll give you a hug. It was the fucking funniest thing, man, ever. I it forgot was about like, that. It was like her fantasy moment of uh, getting a big boy <laughs> hug. It was oh, it was amazing, big amazing. Big three hundred pounder wrapping his arms around you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was loving it. It was so funny, man. Kraus was dying. Kraus couldn't stop laughing when he's watching. Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> what about me?" Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a big man. It is. It is. There's a lot of big fellows and 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 strong women in that place. My God, man. Mm-hmm. That's what dude. There's the Chesterton, Indiana. You're probably not going to find it on a map, but this little bubble that we're in, man, it's a, it's a pretty good chunk of chunk of the world you know, about, about an hour circle out of here. There's a lot of good gyms, a lot of good people. And then, you know, you go two hours, three hours, like it's, I'll take it. You know what I mean? So there's, there's a lot of good folks here. And when everyone gets together for a day, it's, it's a lot of fun. So usually we, we kind of do it around Christmas because everyone's in the giving spirit, not gonna lie, <laughs> but going through St. Patty should be a, another layer of shit show. We're not yet used to. So that'll be an experience this year coming up. Yeah. It'd probably be some <laughs> outfits, some, some new yeah, things. We, I think we're going to, I think we're going to skip by in the four or five cases of beer to wrap the thing up this year and just kind of let everyone figure out their own, their own means, because then the five cases of beer turns into 10 to 20 to shots to then you guys, we got to go find a half a dozen of you over in Michigan city here. And 20 of us <laughs> piled in your office. So <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> right where you're you sitting. We, we were crowded in there. Yeah. Uh, you guys are always welcome here, man. Anyway, dude, what's been going on with you? You look like you look lean, lean and mean right now. How's your yeah, training dude. been coming? What are you doing? My training is terrible, bro. It's just <laughs> your nutrition is on point. Yeah, we're eating forced to eat clean, so it just is what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, just 
same thing. Like it's, it's one of those things, like, a, especially as strength coaches, you know, I think we kind of punch out the no excuses. You can always find a way to make it work. And we pump that message out quite regularly. And then at some point, like there's a threshold of, I can continue to push myself and pretend that I'm an athlete with a, a sport to go compete in or a game on the horizon. And I don't, I'm a you know, business owner and a dad and I work at Arsenal Strength and Westside Barbell and got a thousand things to do every single day for everyone, which is awesome because I wouldn't change it. But it's like, well, some of the training has to give way to work and some of that work has to give way to family time and family time is recovery and try to keep your brain inside your head stuff. So it's it's slowed down the time in the gym because of the travel and the work and whatnot. But what I mean, whatever, like I said, the world's going to keep spinning if I have a big deadlift or a big bench press. And it's going to keep spinning if I've lost some of those pounds. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, you're still hitting your little 10-minute little kettlebell breathers and whatever, right? Yeah. You, nope, that's, I mean, some kettlebell work. And as long as I can maintain, like I said, my 60 to 90 seconds of haymakers and about 100 yards, 100 meter, sorry, 100 meter sprint. <laughs> that's my whole plan for conditioning at 40 years old is to the rare occasion I'm out in public, if it pops off, I should throw a few punches and get out of there and run away. That's my plan. So <laughs> as long as the gas tank facilitates that, man, I'll, I may not be, uh, may not be an Olympian, but I'll, I'll take it. So it's not too bad of a, too bad of a trade-off, but life's different. Life's different down in the two twenties than it was in the two sixties, unfortunately. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. As I say I that now, know. yeah, now I, as I say that now I missed 600 pound deadlifts and 300 whatever pounds overhead now i'm pissed off we need to put that weight back on it and get back to it yeah man I, I, i'm like i'm up in the air right now of testing out the hamstring i, I feel like i'm ready to you know i know i could pull a solid five right now but then i know if i get the five i'm going to want to get to kind of the pr so we'll see obviously I'm, I'm debating it but you know what there was last year i just felt like i was also being hurt but i was coaching my ass off like i found that the other times i lifted I, i've had good lifts and what you're uh at your event but like i also find like i'm so focused on helping everybody get set and mm -hmm. there's so many nervous people and they got to pick their weights and things that it's like yeah. all of a sudden it's like my turn to lift and i'm like oh fuck right which yeah. might make it better i don't know maybe i've lifted so well at your place because i've never really had time to like get nervous i don't know except yeah. for the time we told that in the other one you know when i was trying to take a dump my nervous dump and eddie's smacking <laughs> on the the shower curtain door that you had telling me to hurry up and then yeah, i stick and he's telling everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah. that's part of it too it is i think that's the that's the downside of giving you know that's the downside of caring is it is it's emotionally draining man when you're emotionally drained and you're not necessarily adrenaline dump might not be the right word but you know when you're when you're smoked after a long day of trying to help people it 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 drains your energy man there was that one year i tried to load bars for everyone and run the whole event and then do my deadlift and i'm like this is a disaster like my job is to run the event not deadlift what am i doing like you're an idiot <laughs> so I, I'm I'm with you, man. That's the that's the part that sucks when you actually do care. It drains you, versus being a complete sociopath. I guess they have it lucky. Yeah, one of my favorite pictures I have from uh, that event is my. It's somebody took a picture of my back, and it's just covered in chalk handprints. It's from everybody coming off the podium and jumping on me as they got their PRs. Right, it's like that's one of my favorite coaching uh, moments. Yeah, is that's, I lo I live awesome. for that event for the watching the people with PR and you know. Those, especially those long ones, you know, the good eight, 10 second one, they're like, and everybody's like, come on, go, 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 go. And then they finally lock it out. That's what, that's, yeah. that's amazing. I love that. Just don't drop the bar or the judge yeah. will kick you out of the event. 
Yeah. Well, someone's <laughs> taking it home. And if you break the bar, then I'm going to give you one of mine. <laughs> no, that's it's awesome. That's, I think that's honestly probably my favorite part is that when everyone walks in, the first thing they do is look at the barbell because we've had a red one, a camouflage one, oh, the red one was sick, the gunmetal yeah. one, all that cool stuff. And it's like everyone knows, like Texas Power, they give us that bar to raise money and raffle. And that's what always brings in the most money. But everyone's like sizing each other up and trying to strategize which block of numbers they need for the raffle tickets and all this crazy like uh like voodoo stuff you see in the casino with like tapping on the screens and putting little widgets on the desk it's like oh, could you just always go buy the barbell but i gotta win it I gotta win today. <laughs> all right and then in normal tradition we hit the donut shop on the way home still yeah, water donuts on the way home and we cry <laughs> i i eat them till i'm sick to my stomach i buy a dozen and i eat three or four in the truck usually and uh, uh bring the rest home to the family and then plop on the couch for the rest of the afternoon just go into a sugar coma yeah absolutely absolutely yeah plus you guys just completely destroy yourselves the night after the event <laughs> we've, we've been known to we've been known to yeah there's a oh yes this year will be even even more fun we're looking forward to it man oh heck yeah i'm excited man i said we i can't remember what i think we did it maybe in like january or february last year i can't remember and then doing it all the way in march this year is like kind of get that bug to like get the thing going you know and then it's like well it's only a couple of months later but it's been probably about a year if not over a year since we've done it and it's like let's let's get moving so yeah i'm excited fun. i'm excited to start getting the thing started and the, the raffle table donations coming in and watching like all my people here at the gym you know they're like start eyeing things up of what they're going to win because you know there's these people like there's some legitimately kind people man like what they donate to the raffle table is usually the tip of the iceberg of what they do for the the effort of fundraising you know but then you get to watch those people and some of them you know a lot of it's like discretion i don't they don't they don't want people to know who wrote a check or who put these on the table you know just to kind of be private and just watch the enjoy the experience of watching people like win and stuff when you have people winning hypervolts and 250 dollars stakes and all this crazy stuff you know it's like it's, it's no big deal like I, we've got some people that don't, i don't even think they know what a deadlift is they just want to come in here and win stuff off the table like it's pretty crazy so it, it's just i don't know it, for me it's, it's a huge point of pride where the thing has gone and and what it's actually doing of like you know like we're part of a, a much larger campaign, but building houses for injured veterans is a huge, like, that's pretty crazy that this stupid little hole in the wall that gets, la like, in town, it's just a janky little gym that's kind of laughable from the outside looking in. But when you kind of, like, you've been coming here for a very long time, but it's like, dude, there's a lot of amazing stuff that happens out of here. And it's not, the you know, I'm not talking about the gym and gains and all that stuff, but just what, what, as a community has come together to do for other people, man, it, it, after all these years, it still is a point of pride for me to be like, like maybe a little rough on the surface, but there's a shitload of kind people that come in and out of here. And it's, it's fun to be able to be the, essentially the catalyst that brings all these folks together. And if it takes a, a day of deadlifting to make it happen, I'm, I'm, I'll do it every year if we have to. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know what I'll never forget too, is when I, I ran the event here and, uh, called down to you for some help and uh your community came through for us too like your people you know came and supported us like through you you know mm -hmm. with a with a massive donation that went to the the special olympics down here the oh, power yeah, lifter yeah. crews that we were, we were constantly supporting you know that was amazing so like, mm -hmm. I, I love it i love that we're a part of it 
can't wait. Um, if people want to get involved, man, anybody can get involved. Just don't be a dick is pretty much the rules. And uh, how do they, we're going to, obviously you're going to be putting out some links, I would say pretty soon and just follow along on the conjugate tactical or follow along you. What should we do? Yeah. Well, we'll probably, I'm doing less and less on my Instagram page. I just, I hate it. I can't say that I hate social media because I mean, we wouldn't be friends without it. If you, if you reach far enough, you know, but I just don't like being stuck to my phone all the time. That's something I'm really working on is less screen time this year, but same, we'll, we'll same. keep it posted on the, the tactical Instagram page as best we can and have the event brought up. But um, one area we've, we've definitely lacked and we've been told for years is to have um, not, not Kickstarter, but there's a, there's like websites you can use to host a fundraising campaign and stuff like that because people do want to donate, you know, five, 10, 20 bucks, whatever it is. They just don't know where to put it. So we got to figure that thing out and then um, balance it. But if you want to support it, the main thing is obviously you're welcome to come lift and, and be at the event itself or just come watch and, you know, the, the event, there's no cover charge to come in, but come in and buy some raffle tickets if you want to be a part of it. Um, Texas Power Bars has a link on their website to donate directly to the foundation. So that's where a lot of our, our sort of corporate donations, we, we funnel those so that they can, so they can donate direct to the foundation for the tax credit. And then we'll get, we'll get that year. We'll get the, um, pardon me, this year, we'll get the link set up for one of those donation sites so that folks can go direct for a few bucks. So it doesn't have to be something crazy, you know, but it all, it really all does help, man. It adds up. You know, I think we sell three raffle tickets for five bucks and the gals that count that out for us at the end of the event have counted out in excess of seven or eight thousand dollars day of and fives, tens and twenties. So <laughs> right, man. I, I like I like that part of it. I know the links are very uh, useful and easy to share and get a little bit extra bucks, but it's kind of cool that we uh, we come together and we do it almost like the old school, like grade school, you know, fundraiser type thing, five, ten, door, 20, door 50 selling bucks, you know, bars. like. But like to add that number when you're coming in those like kind of denominations is pretty amazing in itself. Yeah, it's it's neat, man. Like I say, it's I I don't know, man. There, as you do this stuff, like I think there's kind of a series of forks in the road of do you keep doing it all for yourself, like me, 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 or use a little bit of what you got to try and help something. And like I said, we I care about a lot of stuff. You know, I don't want human beings to suffer and animals to be abused or anything like that, but. You know, we, we can't give 10 bucks to a thousand different charities and make a difference, but we can, we can write one or two big chip, pardon me, one or two big checks in biggest objective. But for us shelling out five, eight, ten thousand $10,000, that's, I'm pretty proud of that. I don't care. <laughs> you know, so like for us to, you know, our, our, our best philanthropic efforts are always going to go to the holistic treatment of TBI and PTSD because it's hit so many of us in, in these communities and whatnot that it's like, for better or worse, that's what we've chosen. And, and luckily, so many folks have rallied around it that we actually can do something that makes a difference. And so we've, we've been a part of a team that's built one house and a handful of others, um, efforts that have gone to help an unknown amount of people. And I'll do that any day before I, you know, spend that time doing something, something that's only self-serving. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been great catching up on you, catching up with you. No, I can't talk. It's been great catching up with you, Matt, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in person, hopefully on March 2nd, depending on how this move goes, but for sure on March 16th. So I might get oh, two yeah. Gus visits in, in March. That'll be a new personal record for us, right? <laughs> stakes, stakes, stakes.
Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I, I haven't eaten red meat in over a month, so I got plenty of steaks here. Oh, good, good. Or, then I'll eat them up I'm for on, you. I'm on chicken and fish only, dude. So I'll make sure you guys are all staked up. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. Okay, so, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, over and out, keep an eye out for the – you can go to the Conjugate Tactical and you can get the link in the bio if you're interested in that coach's course. And we'll be uh, pumping out the information on the pull-through for all that are interested. So talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thanks. Now's the time to do more and be more. 